Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. And I am the Admirable Admiral, and as always, my co-host... Wow, I kind of, like, went... Co-host... Mr. Jim Strangepork. How's it going, buddy? I'm great, great. So, Jim, why don't you let us know, let the people know what they're listening to? Uh, you're listening to Welcome to the World of Tomorrow, a Futurama podcast for Futurama fans and not Futurama fans. We sit down each week and uh, every other week, and we go through uh, every episode of the wonderful animated sci-fi story, Futurama, the instant classic that it was, uh, and we discuss just each episode, our favorite things about them. Yeah. So this week is um, a big piece of garbage, which is an excellent episode. I really like a lot. Um, it has one of my favorite fry moments, and I think one of your favorite fry moments as well. Absolutely. But we'll save that to the end, obviously. Um, so let's get started. So the opening sequence, uh. Uh, the, you see the uh, Mr. Bender's Wardrobe Robotany 500, and the actual air date is May 9th, 1999, which is kind of like we're still in the 90s. Okay. Like, I thought... Think about how much of the show aired in the 90s. I know. I was like, okay, I think we're still in the year 2000. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So we get to... Uh, Wow, I don't even... But most of that cartoon is apparently in the public domain, that's why they used it. Oh, is that your one of your fun facts? Can be. Okay. Um, Alright, so let's go ahead and move on to uh, the opening sequence where uh, they want to go to Ebola 9, which I love that the planet is named Ebola 9. Yes. <laughs> and they, they want to go to Ebola 9, but first, and I love how Hermes is like, why can't they just go now? They're like, oh, because I have my symposium tonight. Wow. Cool, let's go. And then they go, and we meet Arden Wernstrom. His first appearance. And I love I love Billy I love Billy when it's like, ooh, Wernstrom. Like, you know, I can't do it that well, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and I love how we get a backstory of the professor working at uh, Mars University as a professor, and we get to see his orange hair so we know that he is Fry's uh relative. Basically, that's it. Um, and then uh, they talk about how he's going to, ooh, my death clock. And I love how Fry puts his finger in, and they're all like, ooh. And Bender's like, call dibs on a CD player. I was like, wait, when did CDs come back in style? Like, were they back in style? or Okay. Now, it makes it worth more money. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, and then basically after that, um, uh. Wernstrom has, uh, does his, he gets his invention about reverse scuba suit, which I thought was funny. Um, and you didn't, you, 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 you didn't able to make it to my, uh, Halloween party. I dressed up Tesla as a goldfish and made a reference. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Um, maybe only one person got it. It It's probably Patron that got the reference, but you know, whatever. Um, so then we were going to, we were, you know, 
they were they were doing their thing, and he's like, oh, I hope it's not the same death clock you did last year. And he's like, oh, did it put your whippersnappers in your face? No, we actually laughed until our teeth fell out. It's like, okay. So then he make he uh, makes the invention a smelloscope, which you're the more scientific one out of us. Could this actually work? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't... I'm sure some nerds going to figure it out, but I don't think that actually works that way. Because smell doesn't translate through the vacuum, but I yeah. guess. Um, so then, basically, after that, we get... Uh, <laughs> we get... He, has, he draws it on a cocktail napkin with a cigarette burn and him dressed as a cowboy... But he puts it on an overhead projector, which I'm like, they still have these in the year 3000? You'd be surprised. They're still sticking around school somewhere. Wow. There's a, there's a horde of them somewhere in some elementary school. And they all got frozen to the year 3000. That, that's why. Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, he, he gets nervous and he wipes... He wipes his he wipes his the, with the napkin he wipes the sweat off and it starts to run and everybody laughs at him. And uh and then um we get to the we get to the notion that the the fish that Wernstrom got to do was named Cinnamon, which I'll bring up later. But Cinnamon was the name of the fish. And oh, uh, they got a uh, Robert Popel is I think that's his name. Yeah. Ro- Robert Popel? Oh, Ron. That's his actual. That's the actual Ron that that actually recorded. Yeah. Um. So we get there, and after that, he's like, "Eureka!" He he already invented the smelloscope. Like, is the professor that old that he forgot? Yes. Okay. Because he's like what a hundred and something years old, a hundred and twenty, a hundred and forty, a hundred and fifty. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah. I love that running gag that the professor's just so old he's forgotten everything in his life. No, yeah, because they made a reference because he's like, leave leave the inventions to 140-year-olds. So he's got to be older than that. So, yeah. 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 Um, so basically after that, we get to uh, uh, Fry smells, you know, Jupiter, Saturn. And then, of course, he makes the classic reference to, oh, as long as you don't make me how to smell Uranus. Oh, Fry. We change, astronomers changed that in 2688. What'd they change it to? Eurectum. Which, I was like, okay, whatever. It's kind of weirder now, but okay. Which, I'm like, did they make enough jokes that they had to get a petition to change it, or? I don't know, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, they changed Pluto, too. Didn't it come back recently? So, so it wasn't a planet. Now it's a planet. Pretty soon it'll be not a planet again. That doesn't make sense. It'll be erective. Um, and then after that, um, uh, basically, uh, I love Fry's uh thing. He's like, he's like, okay, in the 20th century, we never gave up. Okay, we never gave up at all. All right. And professor's like, well, and I love how Fry's just like, I give up. I can't help you. Like. Uh, and then they find out that it's, uh, and then Fry smells this, like, smell that's horrible, horrible putrid or something. And it, his voice, I just love, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he, like, starts gagging on the 
And that's actually Billy West doing that. Never, they, ne- they didn't add anything. That was Billy West that did that entire thing, which it just shows how much Billy West is a good voice actor. Um, and then they find out that the whatever it is is going to hit New New York. And I love Bender's reaction. is, all right, let's get started looting. Takes the TV out of the tower and just runs away. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm out, basically. And uh, then after that, it goes to Act 2, where they go to, um, they go to, um, oh no, they actually hear, which garbage, is Garbage Crisis 2000? Yeah. Yeah, this is where it is. And it, the internet, yeah, where they have the video, and it's basically just gonna be like, they're like, oh, okay, let's watch this video, and it shows the video. Uh, about New New York, which Billy West narrates. I don't know if you caught that that was him, that he was narrating. Yeah. I love his voice when he's like, Garbage Crisis, year 2000, New York City. Like, he's just so, like, I don't know, professional. It's very, like, I could watch, if I was in high school today, I could watch him do, like, a recording of Garbage Crisis 2000. Just, like, you know, different things like that. Because it's kind of old enough now that we could do a Garbage Crisis 2000 and it would be relevant. Because most of the kids that are in high school now were born after the year 2000. And, you know, I have to say one of my favorite jokes in that in this episode is in that video. When they talk about how the landfills were full. New Jersey was full. <laughs> or what about... That, that smelly country. You know the one. <laughs> and then basically they put it in a big pile of garbage and they shoot it up into space. And I love how Fry's like, wow, you know, we use this for porn. Oh, it's still that. Well, Professor, now that we're done with the garbage, maybe you can help me with my sexual inhibitions. With gusto. And then they just start playing just porn. Just straight up porn. Oh, of course, a documentary. Yeah. I watched this with the Time Duke, and he was like, "Wow, I'm starting to like Futurama more." Like I was like, "Wow, <laughs> wow." Um, yeah. And then after that, basically, we get to they go to Mayor Poopenmeyer, um, and to, I didn't realize that was his name until I watched. You didn't know that was his name. <laughs> never caught that before. Mayor Poopenmeyer. <laughs> Um, and he basically talks about, okay, we need to do this to get this done, to get this done, to do this. Okay, we'll bring out my scientific advisor. And it's Wernstrom, again, of course, obviously. And then he's like, that could be anything. I love how, how did they get the smelloscope there? That's the real question. How? Made Fry carry it, I'm sure. Why wouldn't they make Bender carry it? That... Because it would be funnier to make Fry carry it. Yeah, you're right, I guess. And then basically after that, uh, he, he's like, oh, that could be a faulty cheese on the lens, a loose wire coil. And they smell it. And they're like, oh, God. And then I love how his secretary comes in with a tape recording. I mean, they're in the year 3000 and they're still using like Mr. What's the thing from Home Alone 2? The, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The Mr. Robot. The, uh, the one where they can change their names. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it. And then I love how she's like, we just got this uh, thing from Neptune. And it's like, garbage ball, passing. Oh, God, it's horrible. And then I love how she's like, and the message cuts out here. Oh. 
that was Billy West also. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah. That, I was like, just, and I love how it's just like her standing there. You don't see it. It'd be really funny if it was like a hologram or something. But what made it funnier, that was a tape recording. Yeah. Like, a tape. And then I love how they're like, all right, we got to do this. So then they start discussing of what could actually happen. Like, and then they bring in a general and a 3D simulation of what would happen. And just like, wow, y'all really went all out on this. Like, really? <laughs> um, and then basically we find out that they can destroy it if they put it on, if they shoot a missile at it. It'll go right through it because the ball's too gooey. Which I'm like, garbage? Okay, I guess. This depends on what kind of garbage it is. Yeah. Apparently, according to Fry, he went into the his toilet broke and he just went in the garbage for a month. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> it had so much. Wait, what? Uh, I love the mayor's reaction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and so then... uh. Uh, the professor comes up with a plan. He's like, maybe if we put a bomb here, and he, I like how he types in, he types two buttons, and the, and the hologram reacts to as if it would typed in a whole equation, and it blows up. And so then he's like, we don't even know if a crew could do that. And then LFA just looks at Frybender and Leela, and they're like, oh Jesus, why? Why us? Why? <laughs> I love how it's established now that. That even though what we're in the eighth episode of the series, but it's established that any you know task that's too like unprofessional or too death-defying for another crew to do, they'll get the Planet Express crew to do. Like it expendable. Well, you're gonna step up. Exactly. Um, and then basically we get to the point where they walk. And I love how they land. Did you like the animation on the garbage ball? Because I thought that was, like, really good, even though it was garbage. Like, it was nice to, like, see it. And we get your favorite. Your Why don't you take this part about the scene that you like them walking to the ship? Oh, yeah. So they, they do the whole um, Armageddon uh, spoof as, uh, as Professor hands them the bomb with the 25 minutes on it. Um, and, and one of my favorite scenes as they, uh, they grab their helmets and they do the whole, like, walking towards the spaceship with Fry and Ben and Lila both holding their space helmets, and Bender's just holding his head for no reason. Right, I was like... One of my favorite pieces of Futurama ever. I've, I've never seen Armageddon, so my only recognition of Armageddon is this movie, so... Yeah, it's, that scene's, like, the only thing that I actually understood... Uh, as a reference to, like, that's the only scene I really know for Armageddon. I've never actually watched the movie myself. Uh. I've been to ride, which is weird, but, um. Um, yeah. and then, uh, and then they go, they land on the garbage planet. Um, and then, like I said, the animation is really beautiful. I love the animation around the garbage. It has, like, an aura. Kind of like, I guess, like, you remember know how a comet flies? It's all icy. It's all garbagey. Green smell coming off. Yeah, um, and then they land, and I love how the effect of them, like, it's like, it's like wet landing on what you would land on wet garbage. Um, and then, um, I love, oh my god, this, I love when he's like, a beanie baby! Oh look, a Mr. Spock collector's plate! (gasps) Bart Simpson dolls! One of my favorite jokes. 
So when when Bender grabs it, pulls on it, and he's like, "Eat my shorts," and Bender's like, "Okay," and he eats the shorts. Like, oh jeez. Um, and then after that, we get to the point where he's like, Leela's like, "Fry, this is all garbage. This is like garbage now, and it was garbage then. No, I could find it. I could go into any random pile and get a piece of garbage." And I love how he comes out and he's got the six pack on his neck and. He's like, and like Leela takes out a knife, which I th- instantly thought of Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> when she took out that knife yeah. and cut the cut it off, but didn't cut a spacesuit. Somehow did not cut his spacesuit. Somehow. Yes. Um, and then after that, uh, they 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 find the place where they're supposed to detonate the bomb, and they detonate the bomb. And and I love how she's like, "All right, guys, we got 25 minutes." 15 minutes. Six H minutes? And I love how Bender picks it up and he's like, no, no, it's, the professor put the timer on wrong. <laughs> and then I love Fry's reaction. Ah! We're all going to die, right? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> um, and then Bender throws it up. And I love how a comet hits it and comes back down. Yeah. And then he throws it up again and it blows up. And then they head home. Because I mean, what else can you do at this point? You can't. You, you can't. I mean, could they? They could try and tow it. I mean, I guess they could have tried and towed it. I don't know. But I guess it's gooey, so they it would just last. I don't know. We're getting too technical. It's a it's a cartoon show. But I mean, it is one of the smartest written cartoon shows ever. Would you agree? I mean, yes. Um. So basically, after that, we get to the point where. When we come home, they go home, and I don't know if you notice this, welcome home, heroes, but heroes is scratched out, and losers is written. Boo! (laughs) And then we see Zoidberg, like everything, like a, like a, like a a half-eaten, um, hamburger just comes through a skyscraper, and then a skeleton, a fish skeleton lands in front of Zoidberg, and he's like, he look, I love how he looks around to see if anybody's looking, and then he eats it, like, <laughs> and then we get to the point where we, we finally understand that everything is recycled in the future, so that's why there's no garbage, like the beer cans are made out of old robots, and the robots are made out of beer cans, and the sandwiches are made out of old discarded sandwiches. And I love Fry's reaction. He's like, huh? And he just keeps eating after that. It's like, did you not just hear what she said? <laughs> I mean, I guess of old sandwiches, it's not like you can make another one. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then after that, we get to the point where uh, Fry's like, I got this. And then he's like, and then I like how they're talking about something, and Fry's like, well, we made them the cotton gin, the seam, and I love how Lee's like, that's all from the 19th century. Ah, oh, they probably copied us anyway. It just shows how stupid Fry is, is that, that, it's like, Fry, I love you, man, but what's going on, bro? And then after that, uh, we get to the point where Fry shows everybody how to get rid of garbage, like... I love how he takes uh, Mayor Poopemeyer's pencil and throws it, and then Mayor Poopemeyer takes his chair and throws it off, and he's like, he's like, Leela, don't finish that crawler. Throw it on the floor. Bender, drink the rest of that beer and throw it on the thing. And I love Mayor Poopemeyer's reaction. Get that robot some more beer. And and Bender's, huh? Like, yeah. 
more beer? And then they go to the press conference, and Bitter's just, like, literally drinking beer and throwing it on the ground. Just th- <laughs> um, for, for society and mankind, you know? Of course. Instead of having a, uh, a, uh, a person sign for, you know, the deaf community, you just see Bender throwing, <laughs> throwing it on the ground. Um, and then after that, basically, we get to the point where they make a same consistency as garbage in order to bounce it away. So they have to, you know, make all this garbage. And somehow they make it within 48 hours. I don't know how, but somehow they make it. Um, and they are going to shoot it into space. And by God, one of my favorite fry jokes of all time. Also, one of my favorite professor jokes of all time. I love how when they're like, all right, guys, let's count down. Five, four, three, two, three, four. Five. And I love how Leela just looks at Fry and she's like, can you just shoot the damn thing? Because we'll be hit by garbage. And Fry goes to to hit it and misses. Yes. How does he miss? It's not even a foot away from him. And then he's like, I love his reaction. Oops. And then hits the button. Yeah. And then it flies off into space. Hits it, and it bounces it, and it slingshots around Venus, Mercury, and then goes into the sun. And I love how the professor smells it. He's like, what does it smell like, professor? Burning garbage. Burning. Uh, and then after that, we get to the point where uh, where Mayor Poopemeyer is having his, you know, his, his press conference about doing well. And he's like, which I've noticed that he's been the mayor... The whole time the series has been on is, what is that about? I guess in in the future you don't have to vote for mayor or president quite as often. Maybe, maybe they do it every eight years or something. I don't know. Um, and so then I love the point where they do that, <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, uh, and then I love how Leela comes back and she's like, wait, won't this big thing come back and hit us? And I love Fry's react. Uh, no, the professor's reaction. Yeah, but that won't be for millions of years. No, Fry says that, and the professor's like, yeah, but who cares? And Fry's reaction is, now that's the 20th century attitude. And they hold up the 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 thing, and he, uh, you know, and, he, and then they start laughing. They're all like, yay, woo! I, I love when the mayor hands him the trophy, and he goes, will you give you this trophy, which we confiscated from Armstrong, when we realized that he was a jackass. <laughs> right? <laughs> um... Uh, and I love how uh, Warnstrom has tenure, the a research grant, and was it five graduate students, at least three Asian, which I thought was hysterical. And then when he, they'd say that jackass, you, they're all going, ah! they're all shaking their fists violently. Yeah. I love that. And that's the end of the episode. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. We go out. Come out to credits with We'll Meet Again playing. Right. Which that's a reference to, I believe, um, Dr. Strangelove. Am I correct? Yeah. I'll give you that as a fun fact. So why don't we go to our fun facts? So since you already named two of Dr. Strangelove, the song. And then what was the other one you mentioned? Oh, the Looney Tunes thing. Oh, the Looney Tunes thing. Yes, yes. Uh, well, I'm going to name off a couple of first appearances. First appearance by Mayor Poopenmeyer, obviously. 
First appearance by Wernstrom. First appearance by Morbo and Linda. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I realized that, that they hadn't shown up yet. Yeah. Oh, by the way, one of my favorite parts is, um, uh, okay, so I was listening to the commentary. You know how Morbo's voice sounded lower in all, in this episode out of all the other ones? It's because they did it at, in, in post cred, in, po- in post to lower his voice. And Maurice LaMarche, who does the voice of Morbo, heard that. He just started lowering his voice by himself. He did a different register so they didn't have to lower it to match this episode, which I was like, wow, that's actually kind of nice. That's a talent. Yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, this was a NAMI, uh, first Emmy nominated episode, but it lost to King of the Hill. Oh, right. That's a shame. I didn't know that this was, uh, an Emmy nominated one. Yep. Oh, and then also you, uh, you didn't, uh, I don't know if you know this, but the fish's name was cinnamon, which was named after the director's cat cinnamon. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. So that's... Oh! Uh, and another fun fact. Qbert was supposed to show up in this episode. This was supposed to be his first appearance. But they they wrote it, and it was a little too long, so they waited until next season to do it. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, what do you, do you want to go with things I want from the future? They have one more fun fact about this episode. Alright. Um, the initial plan to blow up the asteroid of garbage um but um well i'm I, sorry you cut out you cut out again redo the whole thing yeah um the 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 original plan to blow it up with a bomb uh would actually not work oh um because it would just create smaller amounts of garbage. That uh, flaming hamburger that came through the building, that's actually what would have happened had they actually blown it up. Wait, so is that what you were typing about? Were you doing this algorithm to find out what would actually happen? Uh, no, I actually found this um, online. I was looking up an <laughs> episode and found people discussing this. Um, but... Um, yeah, the uh, the actual plan should because there is actually a plan in place. If an asteroid of something were to come towards us, it's uh, it's actually to like basically attach a propulsion system and blast it into another direction. Mm. See, that's what makes the most obvious sense. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So things I want from the future. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you want from the future? Uh, scuba suit just because I want a fish that can walk around behind me. <laughs> uh, any other ones besides that one? Um, well, I don't want a big ball of garbage. Yeah, I think that's all I really wanted out of this episode. I want a smelloscope. And I want a death clock. But I don't want to see it. And I want somebody to yell that they want my CD collection. <laughs> um, and also I want a bomb... That you have to that the that the screen is completely different because I'm I'm assuming that most things would be you know connected correctly to it but apparently the professor read the instructions upside down so that's what yeah. happened. Yep. yep. All right, guys. So this has been Welcome to the World Tomorrow. Uh, I am your host, the Admirable Admiral, and my co-host Jim Strangepork. You can find us on LowRainPictures.com. We come out every other Wednesday, not Tuesday, every other Wednesday. So. Uh, and also, I have another podcast 
Cinema Gems. You can check us out. And also, I have a weekly radio show in the New Orleans area, 98.9 FM, called The Admiral's Picks, Monday night, 9 to 10 p.m. You can check us out. Me and the Time Duke will be at a panel on November 12th, Coast Con Jr. We'll be discussing remakes, reboots, and reimaginings. What good, what bad, what's not. You can find us on Facebook, on The Admiral's Picks, obviously. Uh, Cinema Gems, obviously. And as well, Welcome to the World Tomorrow. Uh, please let us know. Email us through the page. Uh, me and Jim both have access to that. Please let us know. What you would like to see, different things like that. Are we doing a good job? Are we doing a crappy job? Just We'd like any response, really. Any. I mean, we don't... Even a, a big piece of garbage, right? Yeah, even a big piece of garbage. Yeah, that's all we want. Um, And then... I'm sorry, but when you said big piece of garbage, I just had the reaction of the Mayor Poopemeyer's reaction to Fry saying that... <laughs> Yeah, we don't want that. Um, but you can find us on Facebook, iTunes, um, rate us and reviews in the iTunes store. Leave a leave a comment, and you know we'll read it on air. Um, also, guys, let us know. Um, and next week is Hell's for Other Robots, which I did not know that was this early of an episode. Yeah, and it's one of my favorites. Uh, I'm gonna let you take the reins on that next week. All right, guys, wipe your hooves. See you later, Jim. See y'all in two weeks. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye.